0: They say any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. Seems like both Leslie and I can attest to that. This is the Greatest Story Ever podcast.
1: There comes a time when all the cosmic tumblers have clicked into place and the universe opens itself up for a few seconds to show you what's possible. With Keith
0: Conrad. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Everyone has a story to tell of that crazy life experience that most people don't believe, but it's actually 100% true. Some are bigger than others. Last week, I talked to Marcus Brown about what it was like to be in Washington, D.C. on 9-11. Several months ago, I talked to Dan Levy about the time he and the ball boys at the United Center ate the Orlando Magic Clubhouse spread when the team had to leave early. They're all amazing and thought-provoking in their own way. Of course, in order for something to be thought-provoking, you have to actually have a brain, and for someone in Racine, Wisconsin, that's apparently no longer the case. Jimmy Senda is a construction worker in Racine who likes to take long walks on the beach during his downtime. One day last week, he was taking one of his walks when he spotted something wrapped in aluminum foil. It turned out to be a brain. What would you do with a brain if you had one? might be human it might be animal authorities aren't quite sure at this point but as you would imagine they are curious to find out where it came from
1: i could while away the hours conferring with the flowers and with the rain and my head i'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if i only had a brain
0: Of course, you'd already know about Jimmy Senta's fascinating tale. If you'd visited KeithConradMedia.com and signed up for my free email newsletter, The News Sidequest. I try to give you a break from the blood and guts of election year politics, plagues and wildfires with some of the less served stories in the news. Visit KeithConradMedia.com and sign up today. And also don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you happen to be listening to help other people find it.
1: I would dance and be merry. Life would be a -a ding-a-dairy if I only had a brain.
0: My guest today has been all over Chicago radio as a traffic reporter and news anchor. These days you can hear her on the Gary Meyer podcast at GaryMeyer.com. Leslie Kylink, thanks so much for joining me. Glad to be here. Now, I've actually had a a couple of experiences that uh, would lead me to believe that I should stick to flying in airplanes and airplanes only. Um, You know, I I was in a glider and and nothing actually went wrong, but I I just was worried the whole time because I've been in in enough airplanes that uh, not having an engine just just freaked me out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you're in a commercial aircraft and you don't hear the engine noise, that that would indicate that there is a problem.
0: Right. And then uh, uh several years ago when I was producing a morning show in Milwaukee, uh the whole show was um was invited to go into in the Outback Blimp that was visiting Milwaukee at the time. And um I yeah I I don't know if you can actually say that uh we were involved in a blimp crash. Um I've only been in a blimp once, so I don't know what a normal blimp landing is like, but I can say that uh, the blimp was on its side at one point. So that doesn't seem good. Were you able to
1: see the pilot of the blimp at any point?
0: Uh, Well, the pilot was uh, sitting in front of us.
1: So you couldn't tell if his eyes were big like saucers? No,
0: although although he did, I I do a video. It's on YouTube. Uh, uh, maybe I'll I'll link to this uh, on the uh, on the Twitter machine. Um, I believe the pilot does say that was not good.
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I think you are safe in saying you were in a blimp crash.
0: Right, because because basically what happened was we're coming in and uh, we we hit the ground and we bounce up really high, and I uh not, none of us had ever ridden in a blimp before, so we have no like frame of reference to base this on, but Nicole, the co-host of the show I was working on, uh, she goes, "Man that next bump is really going to suck isn 't it And uh, basically we, we hit the ground and the blimp turns on its side um, it, you know when it, it it hits the ground really hard and turns on its side, and then as they 're riding the blimp, like the ground crew's riding the blimp uh, that 's when the pilot says, yeah, that wasn 't good."
1: Oh, okay. Um, And he would know, I guess. Right. got to take his word for it. I I, like the
0: rest of us. He would know. And uh, I I am actually slightly disappointed in myself for not at any point yelling, oh, the humanity. But, you know, was still interesting. And and like every other –
1: Just a slightly different gas, and this could have been a very different experience for you.
0: Yeah, uh, every other uh, video I have posted on YouTube has like a dozen views, and uh, that one over the years has gotten like 1,200. So, (laughs) yeah, at least people are enjoying it.
1: If you had only had a puppy or a kitten in there with you, you would have been in the millions, I bet. Oh,
0: yeah, probably. So uh, uh, apparently I'm not the only one who's had their own... uh, their own mishap in a in a non-traditional aircraft Uh,
1: if you can call a helicopter non-traditional um early on in my career i was a traffic reporter for wls radio in chicago and i would fly around with a pilot i I am i was not piloting the aircraft myself but uh, i would fly around and give traffic reports and um there were budget cuts which anybody in media understands because they happen all the time and there and were budget cuts at radio in radio i'm i'm shocked <laughs> go figure so we went from flying in a four seater big strong helicopter to a smaller and smaller helicopter so after about the fourth incarnation we are in this two seater robinson helicopter which now I find out was cleared for crop dusting and training. It was (laughs) never supposed to be flown on a daily basis, let alone flying in very busy airspace. So we're coming east out of O'Hare airport. And all of a sudden that thing where you don't hear the engine anymore happens (laughs) and the chopper goes down like a rock. It's a Thing they call auto rotation. The the chopper blades are supposed to keep spinning, but when they're little chopper blades, they don't spin quite as well or for as long. And boom, we go down. And we're adjacent to the Kennedy Expressway, the main route in and out of Chicago, between Chicago and O'Hare Airport. Mm-hmm. Middle of morning rush hour. I'm on WLS. I'm reporting from the ground now. We're safe um, for the most part. And But we're causing a big traffic jam on the Kennedy Expressway because all these people are seeing us there. Um, now, normal procedure would require you to put that helicopter on a trailer and take it back someplace for a qualified mechanic to look at it.
0: It seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm.
1: You'd think. Uh, but, you know, once again, budget cuts. So... uh all we can do is I, I sit in the passenger seat. The pilot walks around the aircraft a couple of times and goes, I can't see anything. He starts it back up again and, and we fly probably about 50 miles to the uh, airport that we are coming from. Um, all this obviously happening on a big radio station in Chicago. Larry Lujak is the morning host, and this is very exciting. Um, so it gets picked up by a guy named Paul Harvey and Mm I, you know, I'm probably dating myself, but he had, um, this syndicated show and, and it would be aired all over the, the planet. And he picks up the story, and he talks about this helicopter crash. Meanwhile, my brother-in-law is on a naval vessel in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And the part that Paul leaves out is that both of us survived. Me and the pilot are doing just fine. He calls up my husband to offer condolences, and he's making plans with the uh, ship's captain to come back from my funeral.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, but
1: luckily, those plans were put on hold. And, uh, and now let's fast forward. Oh, by the way, I, I had to quit that day because I find out that they were never going to have a mechanic look at the chopper. They were just going to put me up the next day, same way, same chopper. You know, hey, it, it was idiopathic or something like that. Um, so I quit that day.
0: Wow, that—that's a like, a, I, I, I know that uh, radio is a strange business where some weird things happen, but uh, I, I can't wrap my head around. Oh no, we're we're just going to send you back out. What's yeah, the worst that could happen?
1: Hey, yeah, it made it back to the airport. What else could go wrong? Um, They lied to me. Well, that was the thing, too. They lied to me. They told me we had hit a bird. And then I talked to the pilot and the pilot goes, we didn't hit a bird. Maybe it was jet wash. We don't know.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, you don't know because a qualified mechanic didn't look at it.
1: Exactly. So I I quit my job that day. Actually, I swore at my boss so much and I called him all sorts of names because I knew that if I quit, I couldn't get unemployment. But if I got fired, I could. So I I just made a scene and finally he said, "Uh, "Okay, you're fired. And I went, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Flash forward uh, about 15 years And I'm with Larry Lujak as he's getting inducted into the Illinois Broadcast Hall of Fame. And we're sitting together. And I said, yeah, you know what? One of the most exciting days of my life happened on that show. You know, the the show where I nearly died. And he looks at me and I realize there's nothing there. He had no recollection of my most dangerous day. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember that. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I mean, guess I could
0: go. I could see that it was uh, it was a more impactful uh, event for you that it that it was for him. But but yeah, I still think that would that would stand out.
1: <laughs> I mean, unless it happened so regularly after me, you know, when they started putting other people up in that chopper. But uh, I don't think so. Yeah. You'd think that that might leave even a tiny little. No, nothing.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Larry, Larry Lujak had a, a very uh, eventful, historic career, so uh, I guess, I you know, it was probably it was probably in the top 20 of, of things that happened in his career, but not the top 10, so that, that's why he was drawn a blank.
1: And it, yeah, you know, when when you hit the I'm in the Broadcast Hall of Fame stage, you just put a lot of that stuff behind you, I guess.
0: Yeah, well... It, I I wonder I I assume that that if uh if the worst had actually happened that that definitely would have would have bumped you up into the top 10.
1: Um it would have made some people uh a little wealthier because it turns out they also had an insurance policy on the aircraft and me apparently but you know um reporter X I would have gotten nothing but I guess the company would have recouped some of their losses. Oh,
0: well, good for them.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fine business, I gotta say.
0: well I, I'm not sure what we've learned more about here, the uh, helicopters or uh, the radio business. Tur- turns out it's a little <laughs> bit more skeevy than even I imagined.:
1: A little bit of both. Oh boy. here I but, thought you know, here I, I thought people I were just flying a blimp. Um, so you you have a leg up on me there, but like you said at the beginning, I, maybe we should stick with conventional aircraft from now on.
0: I, I'm thinking conventional aircraft with uh, professionals uh, behind the controls.
1: <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story, Leslie. <laughs> thanks for having me. It's been fun. They say any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. Seems like both Leslie and I can attest to that. If you think you can top Leslie's helicopter hijinks or any of the other stories we've had, shoot me an email at greateststoryeverpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Oh, the humanity. Gabatron.